0: Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet, so I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh. To come over and talk about it. Hey everybody, welcome to I've been mean to listen to that, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other. And our guests, I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee.
1: I'm Stephanie Sr.
0: Yeah, just co-hosting just us for the first time. This is awesome. Wow. Um, so uh and we got this great guest, returning favorite. Like, generally, like <laughs> what a delightful conversation we had last time. We talked about Prince's dirty mind and controversy. Oh, yeah. uh You might know her as the host of TV. I say with Ashley Ray. It's Ashley the Ashley Ray, <laughs> yeah. the, person the, in the titular, titular character. Thing. Ashley yeah. Ray,
1: <laughs> you did one right. And then you fumbled <laughs> on the second
0: one. <laughs> so hey, oh, uh, hey, I'm so glad to be here. Hey TV, I say own Ashley Ray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let, let's just get straight into it because uh, there's a lot to talk about here. Um, at the end of our Prince episode, I li- I said, "Hey, you know that was so fun. Come back anytime. Talk about whoever you want." And then you're like, "I would love to cover Annie DeFranco And I was like, "Who?" And you were like, "Exactly." <laughs> was like, that was the essence. I maybe I editorialized that conversation yeah, it was a little. Basically,
2: it. That's basically <laughs> how it goes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So tell us a little bit about your um, history and preconceived notions on on Ani DeFranco. Where do you even hear of her?
2: It's like she came to me uh, almost magically. I was um, at theater camp. Uh, My dad had just died that summer. I still had to go to theater camp. Uh, It was this little college town, DeKalb, Illinois, uh, Northern Illinois University. Uh, And on campus, they have just this like one hip record store, like one cool (laughs) record store where like all the college students would hang. And of course, us in this like high school theater program, we were like, oh, let's like sneak out of our dorm, you know, camp thing and like go check it out. Uh, And I went in and uh, her album Evolve had just come out. And there was just something about it where I was like, this is pretty. I really like this. Um and I, I bought it. I was just like, I'm just gonna get it. <laughs> I truly really, cover yeah, so it was like, just the color the cover, wow. which was like, um it's like this silver blue with like a butterfly. That's and right. Yeah. It like slides in and out. And I just was like so mesmerized by it. I was like, I'm buying this, let me just see. And I did, and there's a song on there, um, I want to say it's slide, uh, and yeah, slide on evolve, and that song just like hit me right away. I was like, I'm in. This is my girl. Uh, went back <laughs> home, opened up, you know, my casa, and started downloading as much Ani franco as I could. <laughs> um, oh my yeah. god!
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: which for her was very difficult because a lot of what was available was like, uh, like live show bootlegs that people had uploaded because she's really big in the like bootleg community mm-hmm. so it was hard to like get the actual album versions uh so i ended up just like buying tons of her albums like seeing her in concert i, th- I think i've seen her like six or seven times uh the first wow. time i saw her i was in god i would have been in like 10th grade i think ninth grade maybe um oh, yeah. but i just her music really for me it was the lyrics i was a i, I loved writing i love poetry and her music was just so lyrical that there were just like lines that I was like, that's exactly how I feel, girl. How did she know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I will say that, like, it has been a long time since I've listened to like new Ani. It's one of those things where like, I would say, oh, I think Reprieve is the last like album that came out that I like bought and saw her in tour for. Uh, Which was a great album, you know, got 75% water on there. Great stuff. Uh, But after that, actually, I kind of remember what after that, like I I graduated, it was 2013. uh, And Ani, she does this like annual writer's retreat with like other musicians and like queer writers and people of color And one year she did it and she decided to hold the retreat at a plantation. (laughs) And obviously there was like tons of backlash and people being like, do not do this at a slave plantation. And all of these just like, (laughs) like black writers being like, I can't believe you're doing this. And she did not listen to anyone. She was just like, "Uh, if you know the spirit of the event, you know, I'm never blah, blah, blah but she did eventually apologize. It took like, I think a week and she put out a statement that was like, I understand now I was so wrong because, you know, thank you, Ani reflection, yeah, I, that's, you know, that's good. Yeah. I can still stand by my girl. But like, that was kind of those moments where I had to be like, okay, you know, the white girl who had the the dreadlocks, she's still in there. She's still in there, <laughs> <laughs> which you know, that is, you know, what, what, what Ani is. And I, you know, I think she likes to say or feel that she's not white. She's Italian, but.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Stephanie, like you, um I literally like, we, this is like super short notice that I, I asked you to yeah. be on the episode, like all our other co-hosts couldn't make it this time. um So. Uh, 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 and when I said, "Hey, uh, what do you maybe want to do?" Our Annie Ani DeFranco sample platter episode. You're like, "Oh, Annie DeFranco!" Like you, you kind of knew you, you at least recognize the name. So, what's your history I, with her?
1: That's about as far as it goes, to be honest with you. Oh. I think I kind of, <laughs> I think so. I think this this is my first time consciously hearing any of her music. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, and I think. I think I, I I had heard the name in the periphery of other artists. I feel like um, Lilith Fair is that right? Lilith, yes. Lilith, so Lilith,
2: she yes. is often uh, she's like often pulled in with like Indigo Girls, uh, different Indigo Lilith Girls, Fair yeah, artists, Dar Williams. Yeah. Uh, but actually, she never played Lilith Fair. What? Uh, yeah. yeah. She never was invited. But I feel like she's She was just a little too counterculture. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: A little too counterculture for Lilith fair. Um I mean, yeah.
2: honestly, yes. <laughs> uh she is a righteous babe. Like uh Annie's kind of famous sure. for, you know, she had this opportunity to become a huge label person uh like in the 90s she did a song for my best friend's wedding that like kind of blew up and all these labels were like, "Come on." And she was just like, "No." She was like, "I'm not." She, nah, she has man. a whole. She has a yeah. lot of songs about it. If you want to check out Napoleon, yeah, that's that's about how all the record label men are little Napoleons. Uh, <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good. That's good. Was that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it. she started her own record label, right? Just Babe Records.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. like uh, before we get into that. I want to talk about that a little more specifically, but I was just to share my preconceived notions a little bit. Um, I yeah, I presume that obviously we, me and Ashley, had that great exchange about Ani DeFranco <laughs> like, just like uh, at the end of our Prince episode. But beyond that, I presume she was probably in the same vein of like Sinead O'Connor, someone who was like brilliant, but because of patriarchy, because of she didn't fit into this constrictive gender thing. She didn't like pop off as huge as some other art, like she could have. And um, yeah. she also strikes me as like an artist's artist, like someone like Daniel Johnston, someone who like every what, like every writer like loves her. Um, yeah. But like the general public's like, who, who, who that, you know, and stuff. Yeah.
2: It, Ani does have yeah. that vibe and you know, people, I think, look at her late, like they don't really consider her label. They think it's like, she just puts her own stuff out. Uh, but she uh, helped really start the career of Andrew Bird. I feel like that's, that's like right. The, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. The, the kind of biggest name, but also Hamill on trial, Utah Phillips, a lot of great artists.
0: Um, Anais Mitchell, uh, the person who made Anais 80's Mitchell. town.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly and so like that all started under righteous babe records because she gave artists so much freedom uh and also they would all play with her like i saw nice. ani it would have been like 2000 uh, i think it was 2008 and like andrew bird came on and played with her like she'll have him on trial play with her like people love her just artistry so much that like to be on stage with Annie defranco is amazing and she is one of the best guitarists yeah. like
0: Truly oh an amazing guitarist. <laughs> Virtuosic. Like, it's so, it's so, yeah. like, um, just first listen, I got, I got it.
2: Like, yeah, like you're, like, you're just like, oh, I'm this really is crazy. Wrong. And, you know, she inspired me to want to start playing guitar. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she does this style called finger picking where she, she doesn't use a pick. She just <laughs> uses her fingers. And so oh, I was like, I have gosh, to pay. I truly was like, I have to play this way. I have got to do finger picking and made myself learn. My guitar teacher hated me and was just like, come on. <laughs> But like, it was, was all like, because I, I was just like, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I want that like Ani sound. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, any other like preconceived notions, any other like things we haven't talked about, about her history, about just like the personal element of it, I guess.
2: Yeah. I think also part of her preconceived, I think a lot of people also put her in that jam band territory. Uh, like I said, she, for a long part of her career was a white girl with dreadlocks. Like she does do a lot of improv on stage and extended bootlegs and stuff. So I think also some people are always like, Ani DeFranco, is that like string cheese incident? Like that kind of deal. Um, And you know, no, she's a poet. (laughs) Like, no, Mm. there's this, Ani's about the word, the lyric. Like Mm -hmm. that is my thing. To me, she is a lyricist first. Like she is one of the best poets of the last like, I don't know, 30 years or something. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like um, the person, re- I'm i going to refer to this article a few times, but uh, it's by Elisa Alberts. And the article's called, it's for Literary Hub. And the article's, Where's the Respect for Ani DeFranco? Like, that's the title of the article. And she posits that Ani DeFranco might be the best poet since Bob Dylan. And yes. mm-hmm. the reason, like, people don't know her is because she's a woman like is that that's it like or yeah also queer and I also had weird hair and stuff
2: yeah had weird hair queer uh wouldn't work with major labels uh so she really didn't get a lot of major pushes like she truly was an indie underground artist like if your local record store was not carrying her you didn't know about her and yeah. <laughs> you know i i mean her Like her lyrics were so good that in high school when we would have um, talent shows, I would just perform Ani DeFranco lyrics as spoken word poems. Yes, yeah. Like a lot of these gave much- off
0: of like a slam poetry thing. Oh, yeah. Well, about, some yeah. of them are slam poetry. Oh,
2: yeah. uh, I think I included Serpentine so we can really get into that yeah. version of Ani. Because uh, that's like truly kind of how her music works. It all flows together. It'll be like song, you know, trumpets, horn. She's singing. Uh, she's maybe doing that annoying version of singing where she's like boom, where she starts doing that. And you're <laughs> like, oh, no, I, I love her. But even I sometimes I'm like, that's a bit too much, girl. And then she'll yeah. just kind of bust out to our father who art in a penthouse sits in his 37th floor suite and swivels to gaze down at the city he raised me in. And it's like, oh, okay, she's starting to preach. She's laying it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess like one more question about that, though, is like, what is it about her lyricism that really speaks to you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I will say I fell in love with her when I was like this hormonal teenager But there was something so intimate about the way she would just share her emotions and the way she just like really got to the core of what it felt like to be a teenage girl who had like crushes on people who didn't like you back to feel like you like didn't have control of your own heart and self. Um, Like Superhero is one of those songs where it's like, I used to be a superhero. No one could touch me, not even myself. Uh, And, you know, just like this person breaking her down until she's just like everyone else. And I was like, whoa, that's exactly what my crush on Mike is doing to me too, girl. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I guess like, um, one more thing we'll talk about before we get to the songs is, uh, cause we touched on it briefly, but the, I guess two things really quickly is like the label that she started. Um, it's called, what's it called? Righteous uh, Babe
2: Records. Righteous
0: uh, Babe Records. And,
2: I made a stencil when I was in high school. I used to spray paint it on everything.
1: (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a really cool kid. Um, but like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was that wasn't, like sarcastic. Like that was just like, damn. <laughs> like <laughs> you
2: know, spray paint a uh, little righteous babe records logo on my. I had a like denim, black denim jacket. We just put it on like Hell you know yeah. parking garages. <laughs> 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 I, I love I, that.
0: So, like the um, bit that I want to share with uh, from the article, the Elisa Albert article, is uh, the musings of the actual label itself, and. Um, So there's a bit here where where she writes and she remains in full control of her work, which is what has become the dominant narrative of DeFranco, giggly, petite, weirdo freak from Buffalo with the guitar, and the fucked up hair who started her own record label, the independent label, the total control. This is the story which DeFranco's notoriety tends to dead end, not just some freak, whatever the hell with a guitar, mind you, but an entrepreneurial freak with a guitar color mainstream culture impressed and then she was so she's kind of like because it's like about like people started to respect her when she started to like maneuver the corporate system a little bit like it's not about her artistic merits and she's like she like actually ended up writing a letter to a magazine like mrs magazine where they um gave her like 21 feminists for the 21st century they gave her one of those titles but because of her business acumen not because yeah. of her art and she like wrote back like all my achievements are artistic as are all my failures i'll bust ass for 60 people or 6000 watch me like that's like her which is so that's cool so and, honey. Like, yeah and like it makes you like reevaluate reevaluate your your own values it's just like I try my best to like, you know, be a good person, but sometimes my actions are apolitical or a capitalist, like just like the way I maneuver through my life and stuff. And some of it is like you don't have a choice, but some of it is like, damn, I really could like, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, talking about like that confidence that I had, I do feel like that's a big vibe. I probably picked up from Ani DeFranco being one of my heroes Mm. from like a young age because she truly is just like well, I don't care. I'm going to make this hat Like, oh, you don't want to book me for Lilith Fair. I'll become so big. People associate me with it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She was also one of the first artists who like really realized, you know, people like bootleg live recordings. And a lot of artists back then uh, at the time of like LimeWire Casa were trying to get all that stuff pulled down. And she was like, well, why wouldn't I just make my own bootlegs and sell them? so yeah. that became another market of people like trading the Annie DeFranco bootlegs you can like buy specific cities um i've been to two other shows that are bootlegs official oh, ones so you know that's uh, awesome yeah but <laughs> but again that was just like one of these ways where she was just so ahead of the curb and curve and yeah she's a she's yeah. a brilliant person and they just they don't take her seriously
0: yeah, well, we're going to take her seriously listening to these songs. So, like, I'm really, really excited to d- dive into your thoughts on these. And uh, right after this break, click. Uh, and we're back uh, here talking about the Ani DeFranco sampler platter. Now, Ashley, you compiled these six songs. Um, so, yeah, Ashley, what's this first song you want us to listen, talk about? This is Both
2: Hands by Ani DeFranco. Click. Click. I am walking
1: out in the rain, and I am listening to the low moan of the dial tone again, and I am getting
2: nowhere with you, and I can't let it go, and I can't get
0: food. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun, it's like it's satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing's happening, but it's like a fun thing. Um. So, Ashley, let, let's talk about this song. What yes. What's what really struck strikes you about this song?
2: Oh, this this is early Ani at her finest. Uh, both hands was on her original self titled. Uh, that's the version that I have included here. Uh, it is a mix of her best poetry and guitar playing. That is just her on that acoustic guitar. Uh, you used to be able to listen to like the really raw version of of this demo uh, of her first album way back in the day when you could download it on LimeWire, which I still have uh, a copy on a hard drive. Um, But I love this song because it, to me, shows how much talent and passion she had right out of the gate. Like, listening to this song, it is, to me, right up there with some of the best, like, uh, acoustic folk music of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just so beautiful. Now use both hands. Anytime I hear, it, I'm like, I gotta just, let how this is play. this
0: not a classic? How is this not like in the canon of great folk
2: right? songs? Yeah. Uh, great folk songs. There should be people like getting married and having babies to this song every day. <laughs>
0: it's kind of a sad song to like get married to. I but mean, like, actually I was about don't... to be like, I
2: think it's about people cheating. A lot of her <laughs> songs are about cheating on people. Um, <laughs> that's gonna happen to some people who get hey, married you know she yeah and she's she's a badass like that okay she has some of. <laughs> you know the, what never
0: mind get married to this like half of you will <laughs> like laugh about it half of you will go like oh <laughs> no <laughs> so 70 <so, laughs> what's your take on this song
1: um i think my my impression of this song and like from jump was sh- her voice is amazing um oh, i'm a, gosh, I'm a yes. singer so i respond a lot to 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 vocalists and like her voice, her, she like obviously she's an I mean, she's an amazing guitarist as well, but she uses her voice in the same way I think that she uses the guitar. Like she just yeah. understands it. It's really developed at every level. She knows how to use it. She knows how to make it its own instrument. Like her voice mm-hmm. is absolutely that was my that's my biggest impression of this song. And I think this is to me of the songs on the list, I think this is like the most sort of sing she is of yeah. this playlist. Yeah. And this is where you see that real that real range in this yeah the the range of her voice it's absolutely the, stunning
0: the words like the this the words like the songwriting and the the vocalization like it feels like it's just tumbling out of her yeah yet yeah. she's in complete control complete of the songwriting of it. like yeah. It, she's yeah
2: and the way she'll see it's yeah, like yeah. and i am watching your chest rise and fall and then she'll just like speed up and it's like oh
1: yeah yeah, there's never, a, you know, sometimes you like listen to singers and they're and like, and you're like, they're not gonna make the note. They're not gonna make mm. the note, or whatever. Or like, you know, you get I mean, I'll pick on somebody. But like, you know, we've talked about Bruce Springsteen on this podcast, who's also astounding. Oh. Yeah, but, but not a person I would consider to be an exceptionally strong vocalist, vocalist right? Very. Um, sure. but she, yeah, she, Andrew's right. She's absolutely in control. Like, there's never a moment where I was like, worried about what was gonna happen. Like, I felt like she was also in control of me too. She was like, here's the song. You're safe. Yes, yeah. just buckle up. All oh, you just yeah. get in the car. Like just get in you know I and mean? go oh. for
2: this ride and Both yeah. Hands is one of those early Annie hits that like to me just set her above kind of everyone else in that genre at the time like you had all these kind of 90s acoustic guitar alt girls and Both Hands to me was like and they're not Annie. They're not Annie DeFranco. Mm sorry, uh, Dar Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Start uh, fights on the <laughs> pod. Take that, Dar.
0: <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, the, like the line, there's just two lines I want to like sh- highlight, shout out. Um, I'm watching your chest rise and rise fall and like the tide, of, like
2: the tides of my life and the rest, of, rest it all. of
0: it all. Like that's the part that's just like her ability to express the totality of this feeling and this relationship in such a short span of like lines is so impressive.
2: Right. And that,
0: yeah. Yeah. And then there's this line, like the first like official line is I'm listening to the low moan of the dial tone again, yeah. which is, the specificity of holding the payphone to your ear and healing, hearing that dial tone, like be perfectly described as a low moan. That's like so perfect. And then it's like the you could place yourself into like either you're going through something stressful as a breakup and you're fixating on the dial tone. You're also like the dial tone tone sounds like an EKG, like a dead relationship, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, it's so like in that first line, you do all that. like right? You
2: know? Just right there. You're just like, okay, I'm in. What is this story? Uh, the old woman behind the pink curtains and the closed yes. door. And mm. you're just, yeah. Like, what is this swan song? Like, let's get into it, Ani. Uh, I love that I am writing graffiti on your body. I'm drawing drawing the story of how hard we tried. And that's like, yeah. when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, love is crazy. <laughs>
0: It's like, bittersweet.
2: drawing I, the story like of how hard we tried yeah. give her a Pulitzer yeah. give her the Nobel Peace Literally. Prize <laughs> come <laughs> on
1: yeah yeah the economy of language through the whole thing I mean, through all of these her economy of language is like next level for for a song do you know what I mean I think that I think that um I, I don't know. Maybe I'm desensitized to like pop music, but I just like, I feel like we get some good lyrics in music sometimes in popular music, but nothing like this. Like yeah. there's nothing that's so like, that's this evocative and this, you know,
0: yeah. yeah. Dense, any other, maybe? any other thoughts on both hands before we move on to the next song?
2: Uh, you know, I just, it's, it's one of those ones that, you know, you have a crush on someone or something. You put it on the mix CD. That's like what that song meant to me back in the day <laughs> is that I was just mm. like, we could be both hands. Let's, let's try, you know, <laughs> we could both be hands. Wait. We, yeah.
0: Yeah. We could both <laughs> yeah, be yeah. hands.
2: Why yeah. not?
0: Hey man. No, no <laughs> but, like, I, I also like that. It's like this like celebration, uh, like the line about like uh, the landlord painting over the relationship, like the, mm-hmm. um, like celebrating the relationship and articulating her memories in song before they're erased by time, before they're <laughs> erased by, um, yeah, it's it's such a beautiful thing because like you're going to get old and you're going to forget. Like but like if you write it down in a song you're going to remember what it was like and like and that
1: it's that it's specifically a landlord implying that it was always temporary residence right right Mm -hmm. that you didn't own the house that you lived in do you know
2: what i mean exactly it wasn't erased by time
1: it was erased by somebody else so they could so somebody else could move in
2: do you see now why i used to force my classmates to analyze annie defranco poems (laughs) in english class (laughs) okay (laughs) everyone else was bringing shakespeare i'm bringing defranco (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah
1: shakespeare didn't know nothing
0: (laughs) no one time, I brought like in high school. I brought "Where Is the Love" by Black Eyed Peas to analyze it in an English class, and is I read it true out loud story? dramatically. Yeah, that <laughs> <true story? Yes>.
2: <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> that's a true story. Yeah, I love, honestly, that's also I love that. a song with a message. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like "Where
0: Is the Love." It's like
2: true. <coughs> okay, so. The, <laughs> What's
0: wrong well, okay, with the old so, mama? <laughs> so, uh, the next song, uh, what's this next song, Ashley?
2: <laughs> this next song is Not a Pretty <sighs> Girl by Ani DeFranco. Click. I am not a pretty girl.
0: That is not what I do. I ain't no damsel in distress.
2: Oh, this one, this one is, I. I would say, maybe one of her most famous like if you do kind of know Ani you probably know Not A Pretty Girl like you know that one uh and Little Plastic Castle kind of were the two that came out in the 90s and did sort of make waves in like indie college radio so some people know those uh but Not A Pretty Girl I think is like Ani DeFranco to the core about her career the kind of like person who listens to her music you know uh, this is the one where she's just like do i look like a maiden i'm not a kitten stucking up in a tree somewhere i'm you know a fighter i do my own thing and so to me as like a young girl hearing this message like i I was just like what like oh you can just you know And I think it's great because it isn't, (laughs) it has a vibe, like it could feel like pink, stupid girl, you know, where she's like making fun of all the like blonde pop stars and like making fun of women who like wear makeup. And so it kind of has like, oh, no, maybe it's going to be that vibe. Like, oh, I'm not one of the pretty girls. You know, I hate them. But it's really just about herself. It's how she isn't this Mm -hmm. pretty girl who needs to be helped. She's not an angry girl. You know, it it goes just beyond that. And it's beautiful. Well.
0: <laughs> it's a very, it's very humanist in that, like she like talks about how, um, the fact that like this patriarchy divides women up and have them compete against each other is actually like, uh, putting us down, putting women down in a lot of ways and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And the,
1: the I, I remember the metaphor of the kitten is so good because I remember hearing the line. Um, what's, well, what's the line? Isn't there a kitten stuck up in a tree somewhere? Yeah. And I went, I was like on a walk and my brain immediately was like, well, the kitten, the cat put itself there. You know what I mean? Like nobody put the cat in the tree to get stuck. The cat wasn't going up in the tree to get stuck. The cat was going up in the tree to get safe. Right. And then she finished the metaphor by being like, hi. So when you aren't there, the cat gets down. Exactly. Right. Like, and I just, I loved it. I just, like, I, yeah, I immediately engaged with it. And then I loved that she finished, like, she buttoned that
0: resolution. Right. Yeah, oh. it's, yeah.
1: It's, yeah. Um, like, good job, Annie. You knew what I was thinking. Yeah. It just, it's <laughs> such a,
2: just to me, it's such a, just like, punk girl Doc Martin song. It is like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have that feeling, like, the first, especially these first two, I was like, this is,
1: it feels super quintessentially 90s in a way that is, like, nostalgic and delightful, but also in a way that I feel like, if you watch like teen movies from the era, this is like the music that they're making fun of that. Like all the angsty girls listen, you know what I mean? Like there's a little bit, it's like nostalgic and a little bit funny in a way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It is just a little like, you know, there are parts where she, she like has this kind of growl she hits in her music. That's very Mm -hmm. nineties esque, a little grunge-ish, but not quite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alanis Morissette-y a little bit. Like. (sighs) Sorry. Alanis uh...
2: Morissette is Ani DeFranco-y
0: okay yeah that's right yeah, yeah you're right you're right um but like the kind of the jagged unconventional uh and the punctuated like pronunciation yeah. like just really the, 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 sharp the, the, and hard
1: mm-hmm. yeah those really odd uh like really odd vowels
0: yeah 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 <laughs> and like the the divine harmonies in the outro it's, it's almost as if she's saying by the way, I could do pretty if I wanted to. So fuck
2: off. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, Oh like, yeah. That is one thing she does throughout her music. She has so many songs where she's just like, in the studios wanted me to like, do this type of music and she'll do it. And then just be like, and I said, fuck that. And It's like, Oh cool. Like I was like, that's actually a really good song. And you just, okay. You just <laughs> did that for that. Cool.
1: You just, you just did that to show them that you could, and you don't have to, like, and you don't have you to, to, and you don't want
2: to,
0: and you don't want to. And <laughs> I could take your money. And I'm not gonna like do the like you know be the the damsel in distress for you, the man, Mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Um my, my like take on this is like I love it in that like it's like about how sick she is that all her actions are seen from a male perspective and gaze, like the twisting of the rules so that white patriarchy is the default. Like men patronize women and think of them as something to save, even though they put them in that position in the first place, and then if a woman is independent and resolute in their beliefs, men dub them as angry to dismiss them, which actually like frustrates them. And then men can go, "Aha! Uh-huh, see, you're you're <laughs> angry," you know. And then you could dismiss them again, and it's just like this whole frustrated, like just like expressing all this stuff. And like, I can't relate to being a woman, but I do know the frustration of like having all my life being in contrast to whiteness. You know, where all I want to do is just like, hey, man, I just want to like live. I just want to like, you know, enjoy TV and stuff. Like, I don't want to like, yeah, always. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, this is I, totally I agree. This is like as a, on, on the whole, this song is like the, the titular song from this album. And she has a song like The Million You Never Made, which is specifically about that. It's like I could have been the millions the studios never made. And I was like, fuck that. Um, it's not a pretty girl. And from the cover you think, Oh, this like the cover is her. It's like her from the neck to the hips. And then there's like paint all over it. It's very nineties, very grunge. (laughs) Uh, And it is like sexual, but it's also like not a pretty girl. So what are we getting into here? And it is her like most, not her most sexual album. I think those came when she like got married, but (laughs) it's, it is like, the one where she talks the most about like sleeping with women and Mm. like having affairs uh she like plays around with gender where you're expecting her to talk about maybe like fighting for a man with another woman and then all of a sudden she's like uh i'm sorry i'm talking about your wife And so there's just, just like, like oh, yeah, so not there's my wife. like, not my wife. so there's just all of these like really clever twists throughout the album where she like tries to play with the male gaze in a way that's like, oh, you thought this was for you? No way. All right. I, also, I love okay. the like
1: opening. I just, I mean, I, 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 I love the simplicity of the opening line because I, I, it, something, some part of my inner child was like, oh, I'm not a pretty girl either. Do you know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I, I yeah, I, I feel like there's probably like maybe maybe like 0.1%. It doesn't matter how like objectively attractive you are or how attractive other people think you are, especially if you're a woman or socialized, you know, as a woman, this is like a thought I guarantee you everybody's had. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm. Oh, oh, Ani.
0: Let's move on to this next <laughs> song, uh, Superhero. Uh, click.
2: drugstore that place in and light. found religion in the
1: greeting
0: <laughs> wow Andrew <nine> sorry <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, no, no. you'll do it next time
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow Andrew we were just talking about uh, rebelling against the patriarchy oh, right taking things away like, from, from us song, superhero
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh
2: I'll
1: do the click.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I did what I was Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> get to, why am I anxious? This is just meaningless. Like, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: always thought it was about someone who, you know, didn't want to let people in, kind of refused that, was used to being alone, and then somehow found a person who felt, you know, like their phone booth, like someone who. You know, turn them from being this like hardened superhero into a regular person who's just like everyone else and is now like weakened because they're in love and their heart's on their sleeve and they don't have control over that. And I think it's the first time she's really had that level of intimacy in a relationship where she's like, Oh, this person is, has been gone so long. I remember exactly how long to the day, you know, she's like, you've been gone exactly two weeks, two weeks and three days. And I'm a different person. Like I'm counting the days until you're back. I have never felt this way about someone. And now I'm just like everyone else and I'm going to get stomped on.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm vulnerable now. Yeah,
2: I'm and the broken. horror of that. This is
1: what we t- we did a Kate Bush episode a couple weeks ago, and we talked about um, some of the themes of the album. Were like how like the horror of loving someone. Yeah, and this this kind of I feel like this is like in a similar vein of like it's exactly that. It's like I used to have a ton of super. I mean, as a person who sometimes struggles with intimacy, I totally feel this. Like, yeah, it, you know, yeah, like just the idea of like in order to love somebody totally you have to be vulnerable and it's like the scariest thing in the world right yeah but you can't have you can't have one without the other you can't like
2: yeah and i don't know i spent i I don't know i think like as a black woman all the time you're like told like oh black women will save us you're so strong you're this superhero yeah and you know like hearing this i don't even remember the first time i heard this i probably was like in eighth or ninth grade i just i was like oh like, oh, I can put that aside with the person that I love. Like, I should be able to not mm. be that all the time. Um, and Ani, it's not that Ani is a woman of color. She is not. <laughs> I just <didn't> <laughs> there, sometimes. She, yes, is, she, I, <laughs> she is Italian and... There, there's a lot of times in her songs where she sings about white people. She'll be like, you know, that part of town where the white people still have feathered hair. And I'm like, girl, do you know that you're one of them? Like you're, <laughs> yes. you're saying that, but like, you know, you're, but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> like, a message that resonated to me. part two too, of this like, episode, yeah. like another hour, and 90, like 90 minute episode. <laughs> that's like, just like, on like that. problematic references to white people by Ani to <laughs> Um, Just again, the lyrics I love in this, you know, sleepwalking through the all-night drugstore, baptized in fluorescent light. Boom. (sighs) I found religion in the greeting card aisle. (laughs) Okay, Ani. Okay, girl. (laughs) Ugh.
0: It's almost like there's an element of like, oh, this is how normies feel. <laughs> like exactly. Like, pop music.
2: Cool. Oh. It's like every song yeah. is speaking to me. And oh, my God, Hallmark was right. Love. And it sounds like in the way she just nails how stupid it is. Or it's like, oh, is this my yeah. religion now? Oh, uh, girl. Yes. The audacity.
1: Yeah. There's a little bit of that in there. Right? Yeah. Like, like how yeah.
2: dare this do this to me?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fucking gross, man.
0: <laughs> so what is this fourth song uh that you wanna play for us, Ashley? Yes. This is handing fourth... you back the ox chord. Oh
2: yeah. thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh this fourth song is Wish I May by Ani DeFranco. Click the end
0: of this song.
2: Uh, so this is this is uh, a new era for Ani. I wanted to include it to uh-huh. show her development as an artist. To the teeth is when someone gave her an electronic keyboard and an electric yes. guitar. It's like Ani goes electric is what this album yeah. is.
1: <laughs> Ani and, is like, instead of doing an unplugged album, it's her plugged album. Yeah, like she's <laughs> plugged.
2: She's like, let's do this. And... I love wish I may because I think it's the best one that blends her ability to still be a lyricist first and to like Mm -hmm. have this experimental sound that is kind of like, what's going on here, but you still are kind of pulled in by it, by the story.
0: This one's like the one where it's just like, um, like she's like depressed, doesn't want to be sold on optimism. Uh, just like, I think there's like, you, do not comfort me. Like, do not try and convince me. Like, hey, man, hey, it's all good and stuff like that. Like, you know, look on the bright side. Like all, all that stuff. Like, she does not want that at all. Which is like, it's it's a very um honest feeling. Like, um, it's very it's it's just like a it's like a feeling most people have had at, at one point.
2: Yeah, it's it's a really Like as a whole, dark album uh, to the teeth. It came out in nineteen ninety nine, and I there are I think references to Columbine, and like there are there are parts that are a little more political, and I think a lot of this is her complete. She's she has a lot of political music. Obviously, she you know is a huge like union person. puts out a lot of union music and stuff, and I think this is one of those songs where she like has given up all hope and faith in the like does like the the future that she usually sees like this is one of those songs that is like one of my favorite depression songs (laughs) where Mm. i'm just like i wish i was stronger like oh i'm so sad i just want to be sad and listen to a sad song uh i love to put this one on and it truly is like someone who you're used to hearing be so optimistic and so like there's a way for us to get through this you know we're strong keep just get together And here it's really just like you know I'm this is not who I'm meant to be this is not how I'm meant to feel I just you know nothing makes sense I'm trying to figure out what I want to say and I don't know what I want to say I can't make a sound and nothing seems to stop this like like just horrible forward march to just like shootings and horrorville that this country is on.
0: It pairs really nicely with superhero in that like superhero is about a relationship and this is kind of being about an artist and kind of a prophet and kind of an, like a, a, uh, a voice for a marginalized uh, population and stuff like that. All of this stuff. Like it reminds me of like the Kendrick, like damn a little bit where he's like, like to pimper butterfly was a sprawling, like black lives matter, beautiful statement. And then damn is like, but I need people to pray for me too. Like I'm really depressed too. It's like really like honest and real. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah. sorry Andrew I'm sorry I don't mean to laugh I can't hear the title to Pimp a Butterfly anymore <laughs> without because there, there was like a lot like a couple of years ago on one of our group chat threads for this podcast it was like when the Morbius movie came out no. and <laughs> Andrew just like we like went on a whole run of Morbius jokes and then Andrew like finished it with to Morb a fly and I can't I literally can't I can't hear to Pimp a Butterfly anymore without thinking about Morbius uh, absolutely okay. fair that's absolutely I'm, fair absolutely, that's Sorry for that tangent. I'm sorry. We've ruined everything for me.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. So let's uh, move on to this next song. Uh, the fifth song. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, what's his fifth song?
2: Uh, Swan Dive Live by Ani DeFranco.
0: Live. It, Click. Sorry. Click. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's something I understand. It does matter that it's the live version from yeah. so much shouting, so much I've, laughter.
1: Ah, uh, fucked up! I didn't listen to the live version. I'm so sorry.
0: Ah, uh, wh- what's it called? Like the actual like album version has the most like unfortunate al- L- little plastic castles has like the most unfortunate album cover <laughs> ever, yes, where it's it, like her face superimposed on a CGI it's goldfish. A, yeah, it's a
2: horrible <laughs> album cover, and I also. I hate to say it, but I hate little plastic. I hate that song. Wow. It is my least favorite Ani DeFranco song. And oh. I know it's one of her most fate, like popular in the little plastic castle. And I'm always just like, Oh, I can't get I, into sounds pretty it. Good. <laughs> like, uh, there's like so many ad libs. She's like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what I like the rest of that album. I love. And then that one I'm like, okay, look, like, you know, but I mean, it is it is a great album outside of the the main yeah, song from yeah. it. Uh, but I again think that's one of her most famous Little Plastic Castle uh, and um, Swan Dive is on that one, um, which is not really one of the more famous songs on the album. I think like the two that got really big were Little Plastic Castle and maybe Gravel. Uh, but I really, really, really love Swan Dive. And it's one that she plays a lot. Like if you listen to her bootleg, she's kept it in the catalog for a long time. Uh, which It's is, so
0: fun. Yeah, yeah
2: which is kind of rare with her. Like if you are seeing her live a lot, she switches it up. She's always like changing things, like redoing her songs. You know, you'll never hear it the same way. Uh, but Swan Dive is one that she's like kept doing and changing for years. Uh, so I love it. I think it again just shows her... Just like her personality of like, you know what? I'm just going to jump in and do this. Uh, I am going to i don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care if I get eaten by sharks. Uh, and <laughs> also it's very like, she has an ability to get very like graphic at times in her lyrics, particularly about like what she's been through and the female experience. And I remember listening to this song with my mom in the car when I was like, I don't know, 14 or something. And there's a line where she's like, uh, I'm going to pull out my tampon and just start splashing around. And my mom yeah. just went, what? And turned the radio. She was just like, no. <laughs> she was like, no, we are not listening to this. And I was just like, mom, she's making a point about the patriarchy, okay?
0: <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. Like, like, she, and
2: she's just like, no. That's, she was, literally was just like, that's gross, Ashley. That's gross. That's gross. <laughs>
0: that's great uh there's a line i really like is like uh i teeter between tired and really really tired like that's (laughs) just so brilliant um it's this is like the i I implore uh stephanie to check out the live version eventually because you kind of get to see her star power and charisma on display she kind of like messes up the song at first and she kind of like she like kind of like oh yeah there's like some unseen bond between her and the audience that just like she's that. just she's just like in full yeah. control of, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. My, I just don't pay for Spotify anymore, and I tried to listen to it on my walk, and they were like, ah. "Here's a bunch of songs we added," and I was like, "I don't <laughs> want that," and so I had to listen to it on Apple Music. But very fair, um, fair, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah I, I definitely, I'll definitely look at it. Up.
2: I think it's why her uh, her bootlegs do so well because the live experience, saying Ani live, is not like the albums. It's a totally different thing. And nice. she knows that like there are people who are at home listening to the albums and they're going to come to these live shows and be like, wait, why did she add like a, a violin to this? That's not like the original. Why did you mm-hmm. change That's the this? joy of like going and, to a live show? Yeah. Yeah. And you really have to trust her. Like you, I, you just trust her as a musician to be like, this is going to be good. It's going to be a song that came out 20 years ago and she's going to do something totally amazing and new with it. And I'm going <laughs> to love it.
0: Uh I love the guitar line. Uh, I don't like just like the um it kind of sets you in this like level of security like the but then like sometimes she like withholds the resolution from you so you're kind of like you it kind of makes you wait a little longer and listen a little closer it ma- makes you kind of like a little on edge um even though she like yeah. the guitar line repeats over and over again and then at the end just when the horns and the drums and all those instruments come in it's so beautiful yeah so okay uh any other thoughts on this one uh, before we go to the last one
1: the line i'm just gonna get my feet wet until i drown like snuck <laughs> up on me when i was listening to it. I, I don't think I, I don't have i mean i have like i feel like i have visceral reactions to music but i don't know that i I just I think because this is so poetic, this is just like it was so such vivid imagery to me that I was just like absolutely lost in this. That and that that I just the like the imagery of that line of like, I'm just gonna dip my toes in, and then all of a sudden you're underwater. Like, oh gosh, what a I like yeah, I think I made an audible noise out in public in
2: front of people. Right. (laughs) Like the way she words things, you're (laughs) just like, whoa. Oh like (laughs) whoa. Right. Whoa, whoa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah there are like lines that you get right away. There are lines that sneak up on you. There are yeah. lines that are like, whoa, that was that the whole time. Whoa. Like, it's like, so like, de- like, ser- like we'll get to it in the last song, but the last song was just like, I can't even process all these Literally. things, you know, what she's saying to me. So yeah, let's move yeah, on to yeah. the <laughs> last song on this playlist. <laughs> Ashley, what's Already. this last song?
2: Buckle up This last song is <laughs> Serpentine by Ani DeFranco Click Pavlov hits me with more bad news Every time I answer the phone So I, I play and I sing And I just let it ring All day when I'm at home oh. mm.
0: A de facto choice of macro and micro car so how do
2: you
0: feel how do you feel about this one
2: <laughs> so this <laughs> is from that album i mentioned evolve the one that made me just be like fully in uh mm-hmm. it is one of those okay remember george bush was in office when this was put out okay yeah. like every we were like i was a baby teen getting into politics and i heard this and was just like <laughs> i was just like have people i was like has the president heard this like do people (laughs) know like she is she is preaching and i had a history teacher in school who was a republican and he was like our class advisor and he would talk about like yeah i'm a republican and blah 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 and in art class when he was like hosting our study hall i was just like dr lee you need to hear the truth. You need to listen to this. (laughs) And I gave him my headphones and I was just like, why don't you just like, and I think I had an iPod or like, I don't, yeah, I see, I don't even know what it would have been. I think an old ass iPod shuffle or something. And I was just like, I I was like, you need to just like, listen to this. Okay. Why don't you give this a shot? Sorry. (laughs) And he did take it for a while. And the part where she is uh, basically like starts screaming about like and we all boarded that plane he just like comes back to me and just like is shoving the like player and headphones in my hand it's just like i don't want this anymore and i was like
0: oh i was like he couldn't (laughs) handle it he couldn't
2: handle the (laughs) truth A lot of, so, lot of, <laughs> lot of swipes at the the George Bush here. Okay, we memorize oh. all the presidents' names like little trained monkeys. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Of course, my history teacher didn't want to hear that because he wasn't ready. Yeah. He wasn't ready.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the history book, history is wise, All that t- it's so yeah. good. Like,
2: and I also think this is an example of why Ani also hasn't reached mainstream really. <laughs> Yes. because like even I, as someone who loves her, there are parts of this song where I'm just like, "Girl, what are we? What are we saying here?"
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Annie. I don't know if you can say Uncle Tom. Remember again that whole you're yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> exactly like, remember that. Remember yeah. the part where you're white. I'm just going to remind you one more time on it, but you know, it is the part where it's like, okay, yes, it's good that she's political. Yes, it's good she's like taken the yeah. swan dive into her career and built so much. But at the same time, I would listen to this one and be like, okay, you can also be a little overbearing. Mm. You can also just <laughs> really go far with that message. Like, okay, we get it.
1: Yeah, this She's, is the the slam poetryist of all yes. of
0: them that we've heard. Some of them some sure. of these lines. I'm like, how did like how did you think to sing it like that? How, how did right. you think to elongate that, that word,
2: word, like word or whatever she, yeah, gets, yeah. she gets to rhyme, like privatization, plantation? To like somebody say hallelujah, hallelujah somebody say damnation and you're just like wh- what you just rhymed 80 different words together and we started with communion yeah. and we're ending at damnation and i don't know what just mm-hmm. happened
0: yeah it's like it's like i think like um She's it's, it's it reminds me of like uh, Lana Del Rey if she was like anti-capitalist basically <laughs> like kind of like the greatest like that song is so like oh man America all this shit it's like um, but like I uh, I I couldn't this is a song you could dissect in a in a poetry class or something like exactly. this is like so yeah
2: <laughs> which you know I used to do in my poetry classes uh, mm. And I'm sure my English teacher loved it when I was just like, and what does she really mean when she's like, the freedom of the press is meaningless if nobody asks a question. <laughs> like, damn. Think about it. My poetry
1: it. teacher in high school was uh, is uh, what is a poet and is also in a band, and she would have loved it if I had brought in an Ani de Frank. She would have been mm-hmm. all over
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's your favorite, like, line from this? Like, what's your favorite, like, oh, ooh, my gosh, I love this one. Uh, My
2: favorite is... Uh in the music industry, Mafia is pimping girl power, sniping off sharpshooter singles from their styrofoam towers, and hip hop is tied up styrofoam in the
1: back towers. room with a logo
2: stuffed in its mouth because the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. That one to me is wow. like, damn, Ani. Yeah. She came for Just like hip you- hop. Pop. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> you could put any line of this song on a uh, like picket sign and it would mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or some suburban
1: white girl is going to get any line of this song tattooed on her back, on her, like, shoulder blade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Or, like, on this, here, on right here. Right it so so Just, like, everything.
2: America, yeah. the myopia is deep here. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Which is, like, appropriate
2: and also, like, appropriate in, in many ways. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's just a lot of energy in it. She's getting into all kinds of mixed metaphors, topics, like you know and then at the end she's just like singing about the empire state building falling and you're like what girl like what i was walking i I went
1: on like a like 15 minutes out 15 minutes back walk and put this this playlist on and like I was almost home and I was still listening to this song. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How the long is it? You know what I mean? It was like such a long. I didn't realize how long it was. And I was like almost to my front door and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to my house before the song ends. <laughs> it is so
2: long, uh, which is c- kind of common in Ani. I wanted to represent that with this one. She does yeah, sometimes okay. just have yeah. like a nine minute, 10 minute song. And you're like, okay, we're cool. just going to get it all out. We're going to do this. Let's go on this journey.
1: Yeah, it's kind of stunning, though. I mean, it's like, she, it's, it's all of her songs feel like monologues. You know How, what I mean? Like, they like, feel
0: like... To, to, to have a 10-minute song and have it be engaging the entire way through. Like, the first three minutes are guitar where she, again she's virtuosic on like it's so oh, yeah. cool
2: it does lure you in by like making you think oh this is another song and then you're halfway in and you're like oh this is a, a, a mantra <laughs> this is like yeah yeah oh, okay. oh no <laughs> <laughs> this is, is a manifesto like, like this is all of right. it like and this it is, is like, america
0: right. <laughs> i yeah, like and you're
2: halfway through
1: and you're like oh, oh no i have to finish the song now." <laughs>
0: um i think like the my favorite line is Uh, the profit system follows the path of least resistance and the path of least resistance is what makes makes the river crooked Crooked. makes it serpentine is so like because capitalism capitalism
2: is the devil's wet dream
0: yeah (laughs) she loses (laughs) it
2: after that line yeah
0: (laughs) the idea of just like it's like kind of it's part of the reason the way it it's the way it is is because we're very passive. Like we don't typically, we we don't want to like rebel all the time. And like, you know, generally people don't want to like rebel or like do, do an uprising or whatever. People just kind of want to like live their lives. And then I think she's like pointing out, but that's how they get you. Yeah, and stuff.
2: that's how they lure you into the path of least
0: resistance. um
2: oh, mm-hmm. honey.
0: Yeah. Like the, uh so and i like the final my final note is just like i like that it ends with a sigh here going like mm. oh <laughs> just like a little bit of just like it's, it, it kind of like communicates to me like i educated you do what you will people aren't gonna get it i'm gonna take a nap like i'm like t- i'm really tired like and just like living this way for so long too also yeah like watching this happen and like i could communicate it but like it's I'm just writing a song a little bit. Let's uh, go through final thoughts on Annie DeFranco. Like uh, Stephanie, like how do you feel after listening to this playlist? How are you, how are you feeling about her?
1: Um, I feel changed. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I remember like kind of when I just get it, I, you know, listening to the first getting into the songs, I was like, Oh, white girl with a guitar is not my favorite choice of music. Do you know what I mean? And so I was kind of in, my brain was listening for that. And then like once I started listening, she started singing and I was like, oh man, her voice is fucking flawless. And then I was like digging into what the guitar was. I was like, oh man, oh wait a minute. This is not, this is not your average white girl with a guitar. Yeah, right? She's, yeah. she's um, like
2: off white. She's, you know, right. <laughs> she's, a she's, a she's a little spicy.
1: Okay. She's a, she's a spicy white. Um, yeah. And it's it also, I had an emotional day outside of this. And so I was also kind of like, oh man, this is very heavy, but I, yeah, I like, I, I like, um, I like a good, like adult rage music. Do you know what I mean? Um, when I, you know, I when I was, when I was younger, my like teenage rage was like pop punk and like, you know, you know, like an emo and that sort of genre. Yeah. And that's like a very, uh, sort of basic kind of rage. But I like, I like evolving the, like, you know, cause the rage never, yeah. goes, never goes away right. and, never goes away. And sometimes you got to have an outlet for it. And yeah. I love a sort of more nuanced, like, yeah. Adult range. Yeah, I get a
2: crush today. Yeah, I yeah. still listen to superhero. Like it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man.
0: And like the, the, uh, to Stephanie's point, like Maya Angelou was like, you should be angry. Like there's there, mm-hmm. like, you're either numb or you're like, you don't, you're ignorant if you're not angry. So like there's, there's an element of like, you should be like kind of ang- like, it's like pointing out that like, there, there should be some, you know, with how unjust the world is and stuff. Sure, so, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what about you, Ashley? Where, where, where are you at? Like, with her sharing <laughs> I mean, this and stuff.
2: I still love and listen to Ani, like at least once a day. Probably, she's truly one of the artists that's been in my life for yeah. multiple decades. Like when I go on road trips, I can usually time it by like how many Ani albums that I can listen to. Mm. Uh say <laughs> how many ti- how many serpentines? Yeah is like it's track? okay <laughs> yeah. like you know by the time I get you know from Rockford to Chicago I should be this far not a pretty girl. And it's like right. You know, I it's like rad.
0: her music it's like sixty serpentines away. Yeah sixty <laughs> like,
2: serpentines like, away. 60 <laughs> away. And yeah I'm I'm glad that I got to grow up with her as as an influence and an inspiration.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm happy to like genuinely just like seeing like oh my gosh like this clearly had a positive impact and like a cool person emerged out of it, um, so yeah I'll I'll just like sh- I'm not gonna give give my own thoughts on it I'll just share the Lisa Albert out al- uh, uh article segment one more time just like um so Ani embodies the idea that you could resist what was prescribed to you in any given context and you could have unpopular or idiosyncratic or wildly unheard of perspectives and you could share them and dance and growl and stomp and bounce and shout and giggle all the way the process of finding figuring shit out could be fun and hey while you're at it refuse category categorization, refuse definition, refuse to play by anyone else's rules, refuse complicity in your own cultural degradation. And even though you'll probably be mocked, sometimes threatened, mostly ignored, occasionally punished, no one can stop or silence you so long as you draw the breath of life. Overthrowing existing power structures doesn't have to be a drag. Revolution can be a fucking party. There's the little thing there. Yes. So I think that... Love that. Um, I think it, Said it better than I That's could. That's honey. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, th- this is uh, yeah, thank you so much, Ashley. Oh, this is so for much fun. Me. Like, oh my gosh, what a what a what a Sprat. blast! Um, Ashley, what would you like to play? What would you like to put out there into the world?
2: Yeah, listen to my podcast TV. I say with Ashley Ray, and you can follow me anywhere at the Ashley Ray.
0: Uh, and you could follow uh me at Andrew and Bruce Lee on Instagram and. Uh, you can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram and TikTok. You can email us at I've Been Mean to Listen to That at gmail.com. Uh, you could follow Stephanie at Steph M. Senior on Instagram. Uh, and uh, leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and uh yeah like ashley what song would you like to play us out with this is so wonderful
2: uh oh does it can it be any song or the one on, it could be any song, any, any the song? yeah any song you want uh oh oh man um peaches from mario if you want <laughs> <laughs> oh dang i i didn't come prepared okay i'm gonna say uh let's 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 go out on 32 flavors by ani DeFranco.
0: Oof. nice shit all right <laughs> well thanks so much everybody have a great day click i'm between you and your ambition i am a poster girl with no poster i am white like the like the ben and jerry's like ani defranco like
2: collaboration like i would eat that the oh maybe plate. i would enjoy that
0: all right